Insurrection. I can think of no other term to describe what happened in Kentucky when trans activists stormed the state capitol, therefore undermining the democratic process and calling into question the legitimacy of the state's historical institutions. And I am just, I am so sure that liberal pundits out there will for years be comparing this event to the Civil War, and heck, even 9-11 for years to come. Or at least that's what they would do if they adhere to the same standards that they themselves set for January 6th. But I guess I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, if you haven't been keeping up with what's happened in Kentucky, though, essentially the state's legislature was just the latest in a growing list of states to pass some policies restricting the ability of minors to undergo gender transition. But what makes Kentucky kind of interesting is that even though the legislature is controlled by Republicans, the, the governor is actually a Democrat. And you see what happened is that once the bill got to the governor's desk, he vetoed it. But in a move showing that, hey, maybe Republicans, maybe the right, maybe we actually have some gumption after all, Kentucky lawmakers have just overturned that veto. And this is something that rarely ever happens when there's a conflict between the executive and the legislature, either at a federal or state level. So I have to say, good for Republicans in Kentucky for actually sticking to their values. And now, predictably, LGBT activists are up in arms about this, saying that this is transphobia and that trans children will literally die because of this. So you might be wondering, all right, what do these policies entail after all? Did Kentucky Republicans just vote to have roving gangs where like vans go around kicking and beating trans children? What's up with this? Well, to actually unpack these policies, we turn to Pink News, a publication that as you can imagine from the name has a very heavy and honestly, admittedly open LGBT bias, but I'm using them because I want you guys to see that even by the most uncharitable interpretations, these policies aren't that bad. In fact, I dare say these are policies that just a few years ago would have been called common sense, but this article is called Kentucky just forced through the worst anti-trans bill in the US, but its community won't give up. As the article explains, the Republican dominated legislature voted overwhelmingly on Wednesday to overturn the Democratic governor's veto of Senate Bill 150, passing the horrific anti-trans bill into law, described by LGBTQ plus activists as the most extreme in the nation, SB 150 will ban all gender affirming medical care for trans under 18s and will require doctors to detransition minors currently receiving care. The measure will also prohibit conversations around sexual orientation or gender identity in schools for students of all grades, ban trans students from using the bathrooms of their gender identity, and allow teachers to refuse to use a student's correct pronouns. So to be clear, this bill, which is apparently one of the worst and most anti-trans in the nation, says that no, you can't perform medical transitions on minors, something which, by the way, up until just a few years ago, we were all assured wasn't even happening anyway, and uh, minors who are receiving this care, which we were told again, uh, didn't exist because they would never transition to minor. They have to stop receiving that care. And if you are a kid who thinks they're a different gender too bad, you still have to use the bathroom of your actual sex. And if you're a teacher, well, you can choose not to use a student's preferred pronoun. And it's not even that teachers are forced to use the pronouns that go with the child's biological sex. It's that they may opt out of using the child's preferred pronouns. Uh, if, if this is transphobia, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. 
Sign me up. Because to me, honestly, this all just seems like common sense and absolutely reasonable. But I guess being reasonable and having common sense is something that progressives and the LGBT community have no interest in anymore because there was a huge protest after uh, the governor's veto was overridden and this bill did pass. In fact, Blaze's very own Alex Stein was on site at the Capitol during protests and had some, let's just say, interesting interactions with these trans activists. All these people want children to literally get mistaken they want them to have their penises cut off. That's what they want. That's what I'm saying. They admit they want to cut people's penises off. You just heard her say that. They want to, they want to sexually mutilate children. What rights? What rights do you have? Yeah, you're allowed to exist. You're allowed to exist. What rights do you have? How many SSRIs are you on? How many vaccines have you gotten? Are you like Dylan Mulvaney? Are you going to get to go to the White House? Fuck yourself. I, I should kill myself? You, Do you think I should kill myself? I, from the bottom of my heart. I hope you live forever. I'm sorry that you Nobody want me to kill myself. You. Now, I don't want to seem overly simplistic, but just going off of these people, these individuals, I think it's pretty clear which side is the crazy one and which side is the violent one. I mean, these are people, let's, let's not forget, that are upset and protesting over the fact that they can no longer, as Alex said, mutilate children with life-altering surgeries. It's like, if you don't get that you are the bad guys in this situation, I don't know how to make it even more clear. And even though the left loves to talk about tolerance and you know coming together and accepting people of all different walks of life, they've made it very clear over the past several years they do not mean conservatives when they say that. They talk about cutting off Alex's penis. They talk about wanting Alex to off himself. It's like, guys, you know, save some love and tolerance for other people. You're going a little hard on the acceptance here. And in addition to the chaos and the crazy protesters outside of the Capitol, well, that brings us to what was going on within the Capitol. Before we get to that, though, I do want to say thank you to today's sponsor, GenuCell. You see, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, our friends over at GenuCell are including both the Ultra Retinol and Dark Spot Corrector in their most popular package at GenuCell.com slash Lauren. Right now, you save over 70% off GenuCell's most popular package just in time for the warm spring spring weather. It features GenuCell's Ultra Retinol that contains a powerful retinol alternative safe on your skin in the summer sun and GenuCell's Dark Spot Corrector to reduce the appearance of dark marks and sunspots from long summer days outside. And as someone who suffers from hyperpigmentation, this to me is absolutely one of my first skincare concerns. Plus, you'll still receive GenuCell's world-class under eye bags treatment for those annoying under eye bags and puffiness and with its immediate effects, see results in as little as 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. And guys, Okay, I suffer from under eye bags. It's hereditary. It doesn't matter how much I sleep. It doesn't matter what makeup I use. This stuff, immediate effects, it actually works. If you are someone who has under eye bags, puffiness, and you've tried everything else, please give this a shot. I promise you can actually feel it as it's working as soon as you put it on. I can no longer get ready in the morning without this baby here. So don't wait. Visit GenuCell.com Lauren to save over 70% off their most popular package. Plus every order subscription includes a luxury gift box with two free springtime essentials. That's two free gifts plus free concierge shipping for a limited time. Go to genucel.com slash Lauren. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Lauren. Now you see, it wasn't enough for these trans activists to protest outside the state capitol. No, no, they actually had to invade the state capitol as footage shows. <laughs>
And once inside the state capitol, some of these trans protesters decided to stage what they call a die-in. As we see here, it's basically where they just lie about and be as useful as I'm guessing they are in their everyday lives. And this whole incident also gifted us this footage where we see once more some very reasonable people, I think we should all remember, fighting for the right to surgically mutilate children, for the ability to chop healthy breasts off of the bodies of teenage girls. And now as well-adjusted and definitely sane as those protesters are, I would have to say that the mantle for craziest person of the day actually goes to one of the lawmakers on the Democrat side who was just so upset that children will no longer be able to undergo mutilating surgeries in her state. We have created an environment of hate and then we look at them like there's something wrong with them. First you hated black people, then you hated Jews, now you're hating everybody. So the question is, when it's the only people left are you, will you hate yourself? Power concedes nothing. This house is for the people, by the people, to serve the people, and you won't listen. You go after everybody's kids but your own. You make hate the way to go as long as it's not applied to you. You have to ask yourself the question, why would they be doing that? Who to cause that. If you want to talk about hate, which obviously this shrill and hysterical woman does, I would say it's hateful to look at a child, a minor, who is clearly undergoing mental health problems and is uncomfortable in their own body and tell them, yeah, you know what? You were born in the wrong body. Your body is wrong. And guess what? The only way you can fix it, the only way you're ever going to feel at peace is if you undergo surgery. You need to change that body. That body is bad. You need to cut parts of it off. You need to pump it full of hormones and only then will you be able to live happily. And guess what? Your, your family, your school, if they don't like it, if they refuse to call you whatever you want them to, then guess what that means? That they hate you and they want to destroy you. I would say that doing that to a kid, which we know these activists are doing, that is one of the most hateful things you could do, one of the most permanently scarring things you could do to a minor. And there are going to be leftists out there who say, well, don't, don't right-wing people have better things to do than, you know, legislate about kids' bodies? And it's like, you don't get to play that game, okay? The right was just mining its own business when the left decided to take over the culture, take over entertainment and schools and brainwash young people. And now when the right is finally getting effective at fighting back, we have all these leftists saying, oh, well, this is just culture war nonsense. This isn't important. Why, why are you wasting time on this? And that's interspersed between, you know, calls of transphobia. But it's like, we are finally gaining ground. We are not going to stop and we are not going to let the left dictate how the right chooses to fight back. That's all I have to say for now. And if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. It helps me out so, so much. Till next time.